I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, Ben, what's happening? Not much, Scott. Uh, Benjamin, auto editor at HowStuffWorks.com. <laughs> How are you, you doing? Thank you, Ben Bolin, the uh, video editor here at HowStuffWorks.com also. Um, that was an awkward intro, wasn't it? But... Uh, that's cool. That's all right. It's but different. You, you, you got to mix it up. Yeah, we got to mix it up. Yeah. We're keeping track of things. Yeah. Um, I got something I want to talk about today that uh, it may not, on the surface, sound too interesting. Is it, it is it about your personal life? Because you know we're on the air. In a little bit. Okay. In a little okay. in a way it is. Um, right. I've got to measure my property pretty soon. Oh. I really do. I have to walk off the uh, the, the, the feet you know, from the road yeah. and figure out where my property is. Because we're getting to the springtime here, and i got to do yard work, and i got to figure out where the heck I own and what trees I should be trimming and what I shouldn't be trimming. Mm, cause where the lawnmower stops. That's the neighbor's. I don't want to cut down the neighbor's tree by accident. Sure. Exactly. So i got to figure this stuff out. And um, I was thinking about you know measuring these distances and how I'm going to do it because I don't have the tools to do that. Okay. Turns out. Uh, that's kind of the start of a uh, you know, way to do that. You know, That was the problem that was, was put in front of somebody a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and they figured out a way to do it. And it's kind of the, the precursor to odometers. Which were not invented by Leonardo da Vinci. No, but he's in there. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Why he is this guy? Is, is he following us through history? He is. Yeah, he really is. He just has. Well, the guy had notebooks with, what, 13,000 pages or something like that? That's the... The rumor or the uh, the speculation is that he had these these enormous notebooks. Well, sure, but come on, you have a notebook too. That's <laughs> yeah, right. Don't, you're <laughs> yeah, just getting right. started. I'm just sketching stuff that's already here. So odometers, I I enjoy this topic because I actually have an interesting situation on my computer, uh, on my car dashboard. Right. Mm-hmm. Almost everything is malfunctioning except for the odometer and the speedometer. Oh, okay. So apparently, according to my current measurements on the Monte Carlo, yeah. my fuel gauge is about 180% full. <laughs> the engine has redlined, 
a long time ago. Okay, you you need some you need some work quick on this because uh, that that can be dangerous. You need yeah, to, you need right. to get that taken care of. But right. um, you can you can use your odometer to figure out your fuel, which is I'm sure what you're doing, right? That's what I'm doing. Yeah, so you're writing it down every time, right? When you mm-hmm. fill up mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how many miles you've gone and about where it is because it can't always be 180% full. Right. And I was also, right, despite what it tells me. <laughs> and I was also actually taking a page out of our book um, with some of our listeners, if you recall, had written in and talked about measuring their mileage. So I've been doing that for a while mm-hmm. and that, that helped me out. Um, I am going to get that fixed. Good. Uh, luckily, I have a digital odometer, so it, it does it does keep a pretty good track of it. Well, uh-huh. I guess... Luckily, because I'm not trying to sell it, you know, there's yeah. some people who are a little unscrupulous. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about odometer fraud, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, did we even do we even tell? We didn't even that? tell people what they are yet. Uh, okay, we'll do it quick because it's Let's, easy. Yeah, it's yeah, super easy. They already know. Odometer is really just the the numbers at the bottom of the speedometer, tachometer mm-hmm. that click over every time you go a tenth of a mile, mm-hmm. a mile, hundred thousand miles, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they. they um, the most recent versions of these are like you talk about the the electric uh, version, the which elect- electronic. Can, yeah, which you can switch to measure your trip as well. Exactly. Yeah, and you could do that on the um, you could do that on the manual. Uh, yes. Or rather, the mechanical odometers as well. That's the previous ones where the number you could actually see the numbers mm-hmm. rolling over. And um, the problem with those was that um, there was room for some fraud, like you mentioned, uh, with the mechanical odometers. And yes. I know that this is this is. I mean, I hate to tell people how to do this because, but but not many cars have this anymore. No, um, and it's a serious, serious issue. You, you don't want to do it. Uh, you would be in big, big trouble if you did this. And I forget what the fines are and um, mm-hmm. you know what you'll be found guilty of. But it definitely is a crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, or no, odometer fraud is a crime. And there's a, there's ways that you can be caught doing this. So um, you know, be careful with this. Mm-hmm. Um, you can back. A mechanical odometer up it does work that way because it is a mechanical gear train that makes this thing work mm-hmm. um it's not advised to do that like i said but um you can uh you can hook up a power device that, you know that would reverse the uh the cable it's a mechanical cable that mm-hmm. drives this gear train uh the gear train is just uh, it's warm gears and and you know just other simple cut gears mm-hmm. um that allow this all to happen it's just Again, it's not a good idea to do this, but you can you can like in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, put the car in reverse and put it up on blocks and back the car and back the odometer off. It right. would work. It really would work on certain vehicles. Now, you can you can also dislodge or just dis, not dislodge. You could you mm-hmm. could uh, remove the cable and mm-hmm. uh, use use a power device like a drill or something like that to back yeah. up the cable as well. That. And that really does work. Um, that one actually works? Yeah, it does. The problem with this is, and, and you may not think of this at the time, but mm-hmm. if you're going to sell that car ever, um, even when you bought the car maybe, um, you're asked when you register a vehicle to put down the mileage, the current vehicle mileage as you, as you know it. Absolutely. Now, if, if you recall, and this may be going back a long time for some listeners, mm-hmm. um, odometers used to have um, five spaces for miles, one space for a tenth of a mile, yes. and that was it. Uh, so when you got to ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine point nine miles, it would click over. It right? would roll over, and it would appear as if the car had zero miles. Now, again, someone unscrupulous who's selling a vehicle, they could run that back up to ten thousand, twenty thousand, whatever, sure, and say that the car only had one hundred, or I'm sorry, only had ten thousand or twenty thousand miles. And you may be able to disguise that if the car's in good shape. Uh, you wouldn't know if it had 
you know, 10,000 or 110,000. Mm -hmm. And that was the danger uh, because it's a mechanical system. You just had to trust somebody that, you know, if it did roll over, mm -hmm. they would tell you, but maybe they didn't uh, to get more money out of the vehicle. If you're registering the vehicle and you, you come in and say that, yeah, I just bought this car from uh, Joe Smith and it has 37,000 miles. They would say they, they would say, all right, that's fine. And then later during you know the investigation to get the new title, they would say, well, actually, about four years ago, this car had sixty thousand miles. So how is that possible? And that's when you would find out that you had been the uh, the mm -hmm. victim of somebody just they would just lie to you. Really, it's not the yeah. case of somebody backing the odometer up in that case. Maybe, but um, it's it's malicious. It is malicious. Point. Yeah, yeah. But so um, also, I you got to say we we have to point out, Scott, that at this day and age with the prevalence of digital odometers and computerized odometers, which are about, I guess we're about to get into, um, nowadays a lot of the vehicles that still have mechanical odometers mm -hmm. are just by necessity going to be older models. Yeah. And so you, I think we've al already arrived at the point, or surely by about five or ten years from now, we'll arrive at the point where you just won't really believe it or it'll be impossible for anyone who knows about cars to be fooled by this mm -hmm. because you'll you'll look at it and you'll go really 15,000 miles yeah. and you'll pop open the hood yeah I mean come on well it it can happen it depends yeah. on how clean you keep that car and it in That's good shape true. I mean it, it really does because I've been fooled before on this not not that I've been a victim of this by mm -hmm. any means but you know you can get into a car and it has a questionable amount of mileage. Let's say it's an old, uh, like a, an antique car. Okay. Um, this is a, a good example of this because a lot of those vehicles are only driven on the weekends. And weekend cars get less mileage than than do, you know, daily drivers. You would oh, take... Uh, the plot you know, thickens. Yeah. So let's say that it says 34,000 miles. Is it 134,000 miles? Not likely. But the car is 40 years old. So... Mm. You know, 34,000 miles in 40 years, is that believable number? It, it may be, depending on the type of vehicle that it is. It may have only been driven, you know, just on weekends or in parades or something like that, if it's depending on the type of car it is. Because sometimes um, those are the, the baby of the family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. and if, I, I guess if it can be documented through dealer service mm -hmm. or something like that, you know, maybe that's a, a better way to do it. But, you know, there's not, it's not all bad about mechanical odometers, no, by the way. No. Mechanical odometers are really cool. In fact, if, if, you, if you get a chance... Take a look at the uh, at the website um, at, our, at the HowStuffWorks.com website. Uh, how uh, we odometers have, work? Yeah, we have a how odometers work article. And what do you think of those photos? I mean, they're pretty neat. Huh? I, mean, I think they're I think they're very clear. Yeah. And uh, I really I really like the way they're done because, you know, yeah yeah you've got them right there. The one thing that I really enjoy about it is uh, in this article you can find out exactly how mechanical odometer works, and I feel. Uh, that I would almost prefer a mechanical odometer because I feel that it may be less prone to some of the problems that computerized components of a, of a vehicle can have. Yeah, it can have a mechanical failure. It can have a broken cable. Mm -hmm. I've had that happen before mm -hmm. and had to have it replaced. Um, but it, it basically they're, they're solid pieces of machinery. There's really, right. I mean, they look complex and there's a lot of gearing going on there, but as long as you're not tearing it apart, Right, it's it's relatively stable. You're it, sticking it will, a drill on the cable. Exactly, <laughs> it will uh, it'll continue to function for you. I mean, it's it's rare for one to uh, just give up the ghost on its own. Oh, Scott, y yeah, I I have to interrupt you to apologize. We had started off when we were about to talk about how old odometer technology actually is. Oh, yeah, and I jumped in. I just think it'll be interesting. Do oh, wanna... yeah, it goes way way back to um, earliest that I was able to find. Now this is. 
this is it's just a long online search, just searching around trying to find out the best that I could, the, the earliest date mm. that I possibly could. And I thought, I initially thought it was Da Vinci because there's an awful lot of uh, sites that have Da Vinci's sketch of a um, of an odometer, which mm. is really a, a device to measure. Um, well, it's just a, a distance measuring device. It right, really for wasn't his driverless car, right? Yeah, you, you um, not necessarily. No, no, no. This was just a, a measuring device that someone could push. And the way that that one worked, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's okay. Back. All right. The earliest one that I found, the earliest date, 15 BC. What? 15 BC. Is it Chinese? It, no, it's not Chinese. Uh, it was um, Roman, a Roman oh. architect and engineer, Vitruvius. Um, who was able to, again, a distance measuring machine. That's all these were at the time because you're not going to put this on, a, on an oxen cart or something, no, or an ox cart, no. rather, and um, you know, try to figure out how far you've gone. They so, did later. So but, spring um, was coming, and he was like, i got to figure out which, uh, which grapevines are mine. Exactly. Yeah, he was measuring the fields, and it goes right back to what I'm doing. Yeah. Not measuring my fields and measuring my property. But um, the idea is that, you roll this this wheel along mm. along the surface, and every certain pre-measured distance, whatever that distance is, the circumference of the wheel, maybe, mm. um, that's when a stone or a ball of some kind drops into a bucket. And it's a real simple device that's you know it's it's just purely mechanical. And by counting the stones that are in the bucket when you're done, oh, that's nice. how you determine how far you've gone. If you know if you know the distance per stone or ball or pine yeah. cone or whatever they used. I don't know. Like um, every 10 revolutions of a wheel, for instance, is, is a stone. Is it? Yeah. And, and then they measure that distance because that's easy enough to do. You know, you're not, you're yeah. not talking about a quarter mile or a, a half mile or a mile. Mm-hmm. Um, well, probably meters. But, meters. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. It was metrics. I'm sure. But that what's, what's really cool about that is I, I think, you know, I think skipping around, going into the history, looking at the mechanical one is almost appropriate because We've kind of put mechanical odometers sort of in this context because it's almost the it's the exact same principle, right? Mm-hmm. With yeah. the mechanical odometer, it is. Yeah, it's just a it's just a simple series of gears ticking off um, pre-measured distances. They know they know how many revolutions of that cable it takes mm-hmm. in order to make one tenth of a mile. And uh, the one in our example in our article, let me see, just to give you an example, it's like a sixteen hundred ninety or something. Very good, yeah, sixteen hundred ninety times. So each time that uh, that cable has spun sixteen hundred ninety times, that's that's uh, one mile. So I mean, it's it's again, it's just this predetermined number, mm-hmm. and they knew that in Roman times as well. And of course, Da Vinci, when he did his, it's the same idea really. Um, it looks like a, little, a wheelbarrow almost. Do you have? Do you have a computerized or a mechanical odometer in your car? I have a computerized. I have an electronic uh, yeah. odometer. Yeah. And the, the good thing about that one is, and I think maybe later in the later in the game, the mechanical ones did have a place for the one hundred thousand mile mark. So it was. Yeah. It was getting yeah. to the point where they they, before all cars had electronic odometers, mm-hmm. or most do, they um, they were able to you know figure out a way to add an extra digit onto that odometer so that you know you'd be able to take that car up to. Well, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you you would know how far you had gone. I mean, honestly, you wouldn't be able to fool somebody who's picking up the car next time. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's true. Unless you did the rollback trick. Yeah, I I really doubt that anyone who gets to nine hundred and ninety nine thousand <laughs> of anything yeah. on their car, I, I doubt they're going to be able no, to fool. Them. No. But let's talk about these computerized odometers. I have one mm-hmm. of those too, and man. My goodness, Scott! I am so glad that thing is working. <laughs> is that right? You seem uh, 
abnormally excited about you. I got I got to take this. Well, you know, I never appreciated it until I, everything else broke. I bet until everything else fails, and then yeah. you rely on that, right? Uh huh. Yeah. That's yeah. A, it's it's really it's it's a. I'm gonna say it's foolproof, but it's not entirely foolproof, and there's a good reason for that because it's electronic, and and people have tried to cheat this as well, um, but it can't be done. Mm. And it. Okay, see, I said it can't be done, but it can be. It would take an awful lot of effort for you to, to figure out how to get this mileage rolled back. Well, let's, um, let's break down how it works. Well, too. okay, it works. It's just it's, it's not a mechanical system like what we had talked about. It does have mechanical elements to it. Mm-hmm. It does have... Um, uh, it's got like a tooth gear. Or a yeah, tooth, tooth wheel. wheel and sensors that, that read every time that, that, that uh, the magnet passes through. The, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just a, um, it's a simple measuring device in the same way, but it doesn't have a mechanical cable that goes all the way to the speedometer. Okay. Um, uh, to click off the miles. What it, what it does is it measures the rotation of a, of a gear uh, based on the, the number of teeth that passed a certain point in a certain, ti- in a certain time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how you get your speed as well. Um, so it's, it's really, it's, it's all electronic except for this one little bit of mechanical right at the, at the very end uh, where they have to get the actual measurement from a physical, somewhere physical on the vehicle. So... That sounds like we could we could fix that up pretty easily if we wanted to well, swindle a car by You know it. what? You think you could. You mm-hmm. think you could buy a new cluster. Let's say that you, you've got a cluster that you have to replace, right? right? You think that when you plug in your new cluster in your Monte Carlo that it's going to automatically say zero, 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 like you're going to have a new? Because I think some people think that may happen. For the sake of argument, let's assume I'm one of those people <laughs> who thinks that. <laughs> See, I gave it away, I guess. Wait, wait. You, you can't do that. And the reason is that the mileage is stored. There's, there's a, a bus communication system in the vehicle. Um, it's a communication system that allows all the modules, all the electronics in the vehicle mm-hmm. to communicate together. And it stores information about other modules within within uh, let's see did i say that wrong it stores yeah. it stores information about modules within other modules as well ah, they, all, they all share information a little bit of redundancy yeah there. there's a lot of redundancy and that's so that if one fails the other one can pick up and, and re you know restore that data and i see now the, the problem with that for somebody who's trying to swindle the system here is that when you do plug something in like a new uh, you know new instrument cluster sure um it will automatically pick up on the on the previous mileage because that information is stored in the engine control unit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's likely stored in the transmission control unit. It's likely stored, you know, other pl- there are other places that it can be stored. Um, so you're not going to, it's not just one control. Mm-hmm. You'd be replacing a lot of different tr- control units. Um, I don't know how many places exactly because every car is different. I know yeah. it was re- it's very redundant though. You, you would be hard pressed to get this thing out to get that out of the system completely you'd have to know you'd really have to know what to replace and how to do it in what order because you can really screw things up bad replacing modules in the car well it seems like why um, why would you even want to do that well i i agree but some people want to gain you know some value out of it, or they want to lease a vehicle um take the mileage up above oh, the lease lease yeah. point okay try to roll okay. it back some way you know if the, let's say they have the diagnostic tool Mm-hmm. That uh, th- that the service department uses because that's yeah. what they use and they and they can you know in some cases they do have to put the mileage back into the odometer but it's not that it's just to give you an accurate readout of what it is mm-hmm. um, so let's say they put the cluster in and it does read zero 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 elsewhere in the car it's not going to agree with that and that's going to cause a fault so they're going to have to give it make it a, exactly match what's in other because that's a cluster mm-hmm. your your gauge is a your gauge system is a cluster I'm uh, sorry is a is a control unit yeah and it communicates with other control units so when they do replace it it has to agree with what the other control units say 
and this is the very this is the most basic yeah, know, explanation yeah. of this at all but uh, of ever but um <laughs> thanks but it does have to match mm-hmm. and if it doesn't it does throw a fault and that, that will be something that they can pick up on easily see even from uh even from that explanation obviously we're not we're not trying to get into too many of the details here mm-hmm. it's we're on the same page when uh, Scott I think you and I both agree that this is one of those situations where it's like you would try so hard to cheat on a test mm-hmm. that it's really just better time time better spent studying yeah. or, or passing. You know, it, I yeah. I know we got off on this odometer fraud thing. We probably yeah, shouldn't. I mean, yeah, that, that seems like it was a big part of it. But mm-hmm. I, I I feel that a lot of people think they can they can cheat it. There's you know the mechanical that was possible. Sure. The electronic, yeah. it's possible but extremely difficult. Yeah, it's like movie possible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's like something you would see in, in you know Fast and Furious. <laughs> exactly. Or something. Yeah, something something you'd be able to do. Someone should be able to do it, but. Right. Um, not likely, but There's anyways, like a it's few it, guys. Let's just say it's a bad idea to do it. A really yeah. bad idea to try it, even because you'll you'll be caught. It it really is easy to catch. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's what's cool about them though is that they're extremely accurate. Yes. Um, they're, they're I'm gonna say I'm gonna say relatively reliable. I'm gonna go go ahead and say that. Me too. Early but we on, know I'm biased. I, I had some cars that were not relevant, you know, reliable. That was early on in the electronic odometer game oh, okay and okay. uh they did give us some trouble the whole display because it was like the fuel gauge and everything was electronic oh, and uh okay. you know with the the bars that read off this is like the mid 80s yeah yeah you, know, you could probably picture it mm-hmm. um not so reliable but um and they did have some problems they got them all fixed out fixed and it's reasonable now mm-hmm. um but yeah i think it uh, it's a good move to, to do this uh, this way and besides that it, it keeps an accurate count keeps people on the level you know mm-hmm. just uh I don't know. It keeps dealers, and you know, maybe you go to a small car dealer in some little town somewhere that you don't, you're not familiar with anybody, and um, you know, maybe something like this is trying to be pulled on you. You know, they're charging a little bit more money for a low mileage car. Mm-hmm. It's a little tougher for them to get away with that. Yeah, if the that that's a really good point. If you look under the hood, and you know, you're looking the gift horse in the mouth, mm-hmm. and uh, the wear and the appearance of the engine don't seem to match mm-hmm. a particularly low odometer rating, mm-hmm. then be skeptical. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, and they're not. I, I, I want to say they're they're not uh, they're not perfect, but um, in this case, you know, if you're you're just going from this this mm-hmm. slotted wheel and optical pickup and you know the tooth gear, whatever it happens to be, yeah. the way that they're measuring it, it goes right to the control modules. It's it's recorded in several places. It seems like it's a pretty good system to me. It's my favorite measurement on the dashboard you know why <laughs> why is that it's the only one that always goes up and yeah. i love i love when i'm when i'm leaving on a road trip or something yeah. and i just hold it down so that it resets to zero yeah and then i don't even you know i switch it back over and i don't even check it until i get where i'm going you know days later is that right so well, this is, a, this is a, an optimistic gauge yeah really? <laughs> it is it really? is it's like those road gauge, signs fuel yeah. gauge always goes down fuel gauge always goes down hopefully that temperature gauge is pretty steady yeah, we're hoping yeah. Uh, the RPM is, you know, <laughs> it's all over the place. It's it's just very schizophrenic. Yeah, it's like a bipolar gauge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, taking this a little far. Yeah, we yeah, do. Okay. Oh, I like the comparison. But I think we're yeah. done with it. Okay, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So uh, there you go. That's our podcast on yeah, the odometer. Just check out the the site and and go to that article. How odometers work. It's it's got mm-hmm. some great photographs, and especially the the mechanical odometer i mm-hmm. i love looking at the the guts of this type of thing yeah and uh that's a way to do it without harming your car mm-hmm. that's, Definitely. that's the coolest thing about it is that you're able to see someone who's already torn one apart 
for your benefit, and mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to destroy your car to do it. Because that would be hard to explain. I mean, Scott, you and I would understand if one of our listeners was explaining to someone, look, I tore apart my car not to break, not to do odometer fraud <laughs> I, because I thought it was neat. You know what? I totally understand that because I'm that kind of person. That's like your thing. Yeah. yeah Very yeah. Edison-like. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's no, not really. But. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I'm blushing. Yeah. Well, uh, to our listeners out there, you guys, thanks again, as always, for tuning in. Um, if you were considering odometer fraud, we hope that we have Talk persuaded you. you. Yeah. Please. I hope Talk you off the ledge because yeah. it really is a ledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter how cool you think Ferris Bueller is. Do not do it. Don't do it. And so uh, at this point is where we always say send us an email. At highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.